Dr. Joe Heim, uh, thanks for talking with us. Before we get into the preview, I'm just curious to know right off the top of your head, what do you think of uh, Jer sent me a text with the suggestion that mail-in ballots be due to the polling place by the Tuesday before the election so that anybody who forgot to get their ballot in the mail can still go to the polls and vote in person because their memory is duh. And then everybody votes. Well, that would be a wise thing to do. The problem is we got 50 states with 50 sets of rules, Mike. Yeah. And that... you don't realize how federal we are until we have a presidential election. Every four years, you've got 50 elections in 50 states, each with different rules. And yeah. that's frankly unfortunate. We ought to have national rules for this. I was just going to ask you think there should be national rules? Everybody follow the same rules? Yes, I do. I really think. Uh, it would be much better for the country. You know, even, even uh, let me just throw this one out. Tuesdays are not exactly the best day of all for elections. We have that because of historical reasons going back way 100 years. Uh, the fact is, weekend, if you go around the country or around the United States, or uh, you'll, you'll find out basically that more people could vote on a Saturday or Sunday than on a Tuesday. And, I mean, that's just for starters. Even, even November or uh, April aren't exactly the best mo- months for uh, elections but uh, we're not likely going to change we're very traditional and uh, we'll stick with our uh, you know stick with the past why what's good it's good enough for our neighbors it's good for everybody else by the way my new best friend is uh, ace who sent me a text mike don't worry about it i'm pretty sure this is your first mistake all year <laughs> so you're good <laughs> hey. uh, that's uh, thanks jp i appreciate that's that is so funny my first mistake of the year <laughs> Didn't happen until until October. Yikes, that's good. All right, so what do you expect that we'll see uh, tomorrow in the vice presidential debate? Well, I, I expect a couple things. One is a better debate than, than what we saw uh, for the presidential one. Uh, both these two candidates, uh, are, I shouldn't say candidates, uh, we have a vice president, uh, Mike Pence. Both of them are experienced debaters. People don't remember this necessarily, but four years ago, Mike uh, Pence debated, and he did, a, frankly, a very good job. So he knows what he's doing. Kamala Harris has a background as a uh, prosecutor, so she knows how to deal with debates. She obviously went through the presidential debates, you know, the primary debates in the spring. So she's, uh, you know, I think we're going to see a much better debate, frankly. Well, it'll... we'll go ahead. What we'll, what we'll identify is just how much knowledge each has in terms of their job. Who is the moderator? of the vice presidential debate, and do you think that that person will be uh, equally as, uh, I'll be polite and say, pokey to the Republican candidate and the Democrat candidate for vice president? Unlike the first debate, I did not see a list of, uh, of topics for this debate. I'm not sure why. You know, the first presidential debate, they listed six, seven topics. Yeah. Did not do that for tonight. I'm, I'm not off the top of my head. I don't know the name of the, the uh, moderator. Okay. Well, it, what concerns me, I guess, is the uh, propensity to softball the Democrat candidate and hardball the Republican candidate, and every so that's a concern that I have, uh, as well as uh, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, and my experience with her is not as a prosecutor, but as a uh, member of an interviewing a panel. During the uh, Kennedy, uh, I almost said assassination, the uh, Kennedy hearings where they tried to assassinate him uh, with words, uh, and Kamala Harris was not a nice person at all. 
Yeah, that uh, that was her prosecutorial side. Yeah, that was ugly. Where you when you've got a defendant on the stand and you uh, you ask him a whole bunch of questions trying to trap him. Uh, yeah, it, 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 any individual questioner was okay, but the collective it it uh, was pretty nasty, frankly. Well, they were obviously trying to do a hit job on that, and uh, they uh, they did not succeed. Frankly, I wondered even why they did it because they knew they were going to lose. Right. Well, b- before I uh, alienate uh, my one of my uh, uh, strongest listeners, a libertarian guy said, "Remind Joe, three candidates, one third of the candidates won't be on stage. So the libertarian vice presidential oh. candidate will not be part of the debate." You know, I wonder if they have rules for that. The, uh, a lot of the debates, for example, in Wisconsin, if you have a debate, you, the uh, third-party candidate has to have a certain percentage of the vote. I mean, the, the media generally sets some kind of rules of that sort. Yeah. This, this year, I don't think, compared to four years ago, that the third-party candidates are going to make a lot of difference. I'm sorry, uh, libertarian guy, but this is not a good year for third parties. Yeah, well, it, it, it's not a good di- year for politics, frankly. I, I've been really disappointed at the polarization of uh, this country, and I don't anticipate uh, it changing. Even if Joe Biden wins the White House, uh, I, I, I see it staying polarized. If President Trump wins a second term, Democrats are going to have a bird. They'll be beside themselves. And if, uh, if Democrats win the White House, Republicans will be all wrapped up in how did they cheat to get the White House. They tried the last time, and it didn't work. They tried this time, and it was successful. So let's lawsuit our way through the next four years. Yeah, we're not on a very good path politically we no. in this country, frankly, Mike. It's, uh, it's sad. Uh, the, the good thing, and I'll say this is good, is uh, we're going to find out that both these two candidates are probably going to be, you know, this, the, the, Donald Trump is 74, Joe Biden is 77. So one of the concerns is health issues and age. And uh, I think we're going to see two candidates that are much sharper, uh, that uh, know the facts much better, and, uh, uh, and we're, we're going to watch and decide whether one or the other is a better alternative for taking over the, you know, taking over the presidency in the country. That's, uh, that better be on the minds of people, frankly. When it's all said and done, the fact is we do not vote for vice presidential candidates in this country. As good or bad as they are, it doesn't seem to make much difference. You, you don't walk into the booth saying, well, you know, I like... Uh, uh, Kamala Harris, or I like uh, Pence, so uh, you know I'm going to vote for that ticket. That just isn't the way we do things. Well, and we'll end up uh, watching because there is uh, still a pretty strong argument for one of these two may end up being the president because, as you just mentioned, both of the presidential candidates or the president and the candidate are both really old. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know... Yeah, not only the age, but, uh, you know, I think there's a general acknowledgement that, uh, well, Donald Trump obviously would be done with his second term. Uh, and I think that Joe Biden, I don't think anybody thinks he's going to run for a second term. So whoever this is, vice presidents oftentimes run for the presidency. So automatically uh, we ought to be thinking that uh, does this person look like a presidential candidate down the road, in addition to being the, you know, the ability to handle the job. So we'll, uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I think this debate is going to be a lot more fun to watch than, uh, than a presidential one, Frank. Well, we should probably get together on Thursday and talk about it. So I'll, I'll call you later, and we'll try to find a time that works out. Dr. Joe Heim, thank you for talking with me on the Crosstalk this morning. <laughs>